Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Hello Grinders and welcome to the Weekend Grind. I'm your host Travis Mangone uh, here to talk with you about a uh, you know about the 10 game Sunday slate that we have for us. Uh, doing a solo pod again for you guys as uh, Josh is away and uh, yeah let's get started on it. Uh, like I said solid good 10 game slate. We have some uh, you know we have Corey Kluber at the top uh, so that's going to be the obvious guy on the, the slate that we'll obviously get to but uh, we'll uh Let's just get right right started now. Uh, we have the uh, we're gonna go game by game, and uh, we have the San Francisco Giants at the Washington Nationals. Uh, kick it off with uh, Christopher Stratton against AJ Cole. We still don't have a run total on this game. Obviously, a guy like uh, Stratton and Cole, they're not really guys that we're in love with rostering here. Um, I, I could see there's some being some merit with Cole if they throw out a pretty right-handed heavy lineup. The Giants, maybe I could see uh, going that way. Uh, small sample size this year, but we could do the two-year sample to make it a little better. Uh, we have um, against righties, 23K percentage and 113 plate, plate appearances, and against lefties, 20.5. Uh, for 6.5K, just like the Giants, man, that offense has been ugly lately. Uh I don't know. I could see some merit in a tournament maybe doing that just because of, uh, you know, just because of there's not a lot of cheap pitchers that we're going to love. And uh, I think it's uh, it could be an interesting option there. Uh, But yeah, again, like I said, we're not not a lot of good cheap pitchers uh, that we're going to end up talking about. On the other side, we have Chris Stratton. Uh, Stratton is not a not a pitcher you want to roster. I don't care if he's forty five hundred. Uh, this is not a good matchup against the Nationals, and they just even though they just lost Bryce Harper to injury, it looks like it's bad. He's probably going to be out for the year at least, and probably in the next year. I'm sure. Uh, just the way that injury looked, it did not look good. But uh, so yeah, Stratton is a guy that I'm just not going to look to roster. He uh, is you know. Just not worth that, you know, he's just, uh, I, I don't care how cheap he is, you know, just the numbers are not good for him. I would expect some of these Nationals bats to get him. Uh, and I can see there being some value here with a hard brow lineup. I could see some guys moving up and maybe maybe we get some value. Don't know for sure. So just wait and see what that lineup says. Uh, I, I love Daniel Murphy here. If you can get him in as a nice one-off, I'm definitely interested in playing him. He's probably like the one bat that I really like. Uh, I'm sure Adam Lynn will get a nice lineup bump here and uh, he's cheap across the industry at times. So uh, yeah, I, I think there's some guys that you can get here and depending on the lineup, you might even be able to stack it up. Uh, didn't talk much about the Giants hitters, and I, like I said, I have a little interest in Cole, but I, I can see some merit in Giants hitters because of their price tags, right? We're still getting Joe Panic 2.9K, Jared Parker, 3K, Buster Posey, 3.6K. Uh, I mean, Brandon Crawford, 2.8K. I, I still think there's merit in either sprinkling these guys in uh, against Cole or, you know, even like getting like maybe a mini stack just because of the price tags. If it helps fit in uh, some of the bats, again, AJ Cole is a guy that uh, there could be some upside there, but uh, he's a guy that I think we can also you know take some of these cheaper bats against it to help us be able to fit in some of those uh, some of those better stacks. So don't hate that as an idea on this slate, but uh, not again that's super appealing. Let's move on to the next one. We have the Pittsburgh Pirates at the Toronto Blue Jays, a nine total. 
4.23 implied run total for the Pirates and 4.77 for the Jays. Jays are minus 131 favorites. Uh, first look, I was, uh, you know, definitely very interested in Chad Cool. Uh, I've kind of, uh, you know, been playing him a little bit this year, and he's uh, been a lot better recently. He's a guy that I've liked the roster. Uh, I'll just give you his K percentage numbers. He is at a 21.7 K percentage against righties and 17.2 K percentage against lefties. He's, uh, you know, got pretty good ground ball numbers, and uh, the walks uh, are aren't terrible 7.8 against righties and 5.5 you wish you wish it was a little better but um he's a guy that can have a little bit of control issues at times and struggles with lefties uh th those lefties can give him fits and uh there's not a lot of lefties in the toronto lineup normally so uh, i'd be curious what the toronto lineup ends up throwing out there and i get vegas is down on uh, chad cool you know 4.77 run total is not something i would want to target but i have minor interest in him in tournaments tournaments only 7100 don't hate that price tag uh, I think it's. Uh, I think he's pretty interesting, uh, depending on what the lineup they put out there is. But uh, obviously, bats that I would like are uh, you know the lefties, right? Like the power lefties, uh, Justin Smoke and uh, Kendris Morales. I mean, those are two lefties that I think uh, against Cool you can have some interest in, and even a guy like Josh Donaldson who's been crushing the balls of recently. So those are three bats uh, on the Blue Jays side if you wanted to consider. I think you could. Uh, moving on to the next one, we have J. A. Happ, and he is uh, going up against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, Pittsburgh is a team that uh, I don't love to uh, don't love to target a ton. Uh, they are uh, against uh, righties. They have a three point five nine woba. Like I mean, I'm uh, just uh oh sorry. Uh, never mind. Uh, they're against lefty. Sorry about that. Blanked for a second. Uh, yeah, but uh, against lefties, uh, they the Pirates have a lot of righties they can throw out there. They throw a very right-handed uh, heavy lineup. Right tomorrow, let's me Marte, Harrison, McCutcheon, uh, Freeze, Ozuna. Uh, Josh Bell, Rodriguez, like Mercer, they're just gonna throw all of these uh, righties at Hap, and uh, I just think that's a that's not a good idea to uh, you know use a pitcher there. It's uh, definitely something we don't want to attack here. Uh, in the last uh, last in just this season alone, Jay Hap has against righties. He has a 22.5 K percentage, which is nice, right? Uh, totally understand. Um, totally understand that but uh i i just think this is a recipe for disaster pirates can hit the uh, lefties pretty good with all these righties in here uh again another spot that i think i pass on uh i just don't think we can go we should go here i get that vegas is kind of high on them not not super high but 4.23 run total uh, again that was not my guess when going into this game i thought maybe cool would be a favorite but maybe that's a little bit of bias for me um, but yeah, I just think, uh, this is a game that, uh, I think the pirates could be very interesting in tournaments, uh, at the price tag, just because they've hit righties pretty well this year. And you get like Marte for 3.5 K Josh Harrison for 3.2 K, um, McCutcheon for 4.1. Uh, these are just cheap price tags on these guys. Freeze 3.4 K just very interesting, cheap price tags. Maybe a, a very contrarian tournament option that you can talk about here. So, uh, I don't hate it. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, again, I think it's one of those spots where uh, I wouldn't be going crazy over it. I just think it's an interesting uh, thing to talk about and uh, maybe go as like a low-owned stack that uh, maybe you want to sprinkle in. But let's move on to the next game. We have the Colorado Rockies at the Miami Marlins, an 8.5 run total altogether, team total, and then... Uh, we have German Marquez pitching against Vance Worley. Uh, you would think uh, with a guy like Vance Worley on the mound, the uh, Rockies would be a heavier favorite. At, they're only minus 107, though. And uh, for good reason, probably it's just Giancarlo Stanton, man. This guy has absolutely been on fire. And, uh, you know, I definitely have not taken advantage of it as much as I should have over uh, this uh, big stretch. I'll just read his game logs because uh, I always find that fun to do just to 
hear how much he's been crushing the ball. And uh, here, here we go. Since the start of August, 9, 7, 30, 21, 7, 14, 22, 2, 16, 17. I mean, this guy has been absolutely crushing the ball. He has, what is it, four, five, seven home runs in August so far. I mean, he has just been on a tear. Uh, he's a guy that's kind of like, you know, one of the one of the better hitters in the league, matchup proof. If you want to take him, go ahead and take him. Uh, I probably should have mentioned him more on the podcast yesterday, but um, he's just a guy that uh, he's just on such a heater right now. And we talk about, uh, you know, just hot streaks and some people believe him, some people don't. I think Giancarlo is a guy that just like is a very streaky hitter. We saw him either last year or two years ago. I forget which one it was off the top of my head, but he was one of those guys that at one point on FanDuel, he cost you like 2.6K because he was so bad and was not seeing the ball well. And I mean, this guy's just on an incredible hot streak. Uh, we need to definitely be, uh, you know, playing him in, in, in these spots. So if you have the money for him, make sure to get him in. Uh, but just in general, I kind of like uh, like Marquis as a cheap option today if he can just navigate himself around um, around uh, what's his name uh, uh, Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, so if he can just navigate himself around there, here are some of the numbers on Marquis: like twenty three point two K percentage against righties, twenty one point two against lefties, and that Miami Marlins lineup is not a lineup that I'm really fearing. Uh, I get it. The K percentage isn't so high for against righties. The uh, Marlins strike out eighteen point eight percent of the time. One of those things that. Uh, you know, I wish it was a little bit higher there, but this Marlins lineup is not a scary one. And it's a Sunday. Uh, I always talk about this Sundays. We can get some weird lineup. So I wouldn't be surprised if we got a weird one and just these like guys in this bottom of the order, right? Like our currently on rotor grounds, we have projected D Gordon, Stanton, Yelich, and Ozuna. That's perfectly fine. We all expect that's probably going to be it. Then we have JT Real Muto, Derek Dietrich, Thomas Tellius and Miguel Rojas. And don't forget, he gets Vance Worley too. So I think Marquis is a really interesting tournament option. I like him here. Even you could start considering him in cash games too, just because uh, the pitching is not so great on this slate. So uh, just someone I wanted to note and talk about. Uh, I'm a big fan of him. Like I said, we we don't like Vance Worley, but it's weird, right? Uh, I just don't want to really put the Rockies in this ballpark. Just huge park downgrade. Uh, I Again, this is not a uh, park I love to target against, so that's kind of one of the issues. If the roof ends up being open for a day game, I don't think it will be. Uh, it's probably too hot still in Miami, but if the roof is open, that definitely helps, though. So, always be on the lookout for that. Like uh, In the coming months, like September and whatnot, when that roof uh, opens up, that's definitely good for hitting, and that, that could be something we uh, might want to look for uh, going forward. But uh, I don't think this is a game that I'm really going to target too much on the hitter side. Just maybe a uh, Stanton because he's one of the hottest hitters right now, and uh, Maybe Marquis, probably, because uh, just I think he's a really interesting play compared to all the other uh, options. But let's move on to the next game. We have the Cleveland Indians at the Tampa Bay Rays. We have Corey Kluber. He's a minus 200 favorite against Austin Pruitt. Uh, Cleveland's implied run total is 4.45, and the Rays are 3.05. It's going to be clear. Corey Kluber is the chalk. Welcome to Corey Kluber chalk day. It's just going to happen. He's going to be the guy you want. And uh, for me, I think I'm just going to load up on him and try and be different elsewhere. Also, it depends, right, if I want to load up on, for instance, like a stack like the Astros probably gonna be very difficult to do that with Kluber so uh depends what I do if, if I do end up uh, not playing Kluber I'm gonna make sure it's a it's a stack that I really like but uh I think prioritizing Kluber like especially on a one pitcher site like FanDuel uh, I know they have that live final going on over there tomorrow uh, so if anyone's listening good luck to good luck there tomorrow I know some people over there are rooting for them to uh you know take it down and uh hope, hope you guys can have some good finishes and uh, team roto grinders can do well but yeah, if I was playing that live final, I'd probably play Kluber and be different. Again, I'm not playing that live final, and I'm not there. So, uh, yeah, I just think Kluber is a guy that uh, is just such a uh, such a great spot to dominate t- uh, tomorrow. So, 
I'd want to get him in uh, in my lineups for obvious reasons. And also, not only that, it's in a great ballpark, right? It's in Tampa Bay, so that's always good. But uh, then we have Austin Pruitt, and uh, Pruitt's a guy that, uh, you know, I don't know if I really want to target him too. Uh, if you look at his numbers, he is at... His K percentage is uh, against lefties, and it's a smaller sample, 87 bats and then 136 against righties. It's it's getting there, but uh, I would like it a little like a little bigger. But 18.4 K percentage against uh, righties this year, and then uh, lefties 19.5. Uh, he's a guy. His WOBA though against righties is uh, four was 0.405. That's pretty high, and ISO 0.192 against righties. That's really you know maybe maybe some reverse splits there on him, but. Uh, this is definitely, uh, Austin Pruitt is a guy that I, you know, I think we could play in tournaments. Like his Sierra is pretty good against, uh, righties 4.05 against lefties 3.66. Like, I think we could do it again. I just don't like targeting Cleveland, right? They're one of those teams that's kind of on my list of like, I don't see there being, uh, normally a ton of merit in targeting. But, uh, if you look at this Cleveland lineup that they have rolling out here in the plate IQ, uh, we have a 23.4 K percentage for righties right now. So, uh, and in a good ballpark, I could see Amara and just game stacking this game up with the pitchers uh, and then just staying away from the hitters completely. I could see Meriton doing that. Uh, again, Pruitt, he's a guy, he's going to be cheap, right? On DraftKings, he is 6.4K. 6. I think he's another one of those guys that, you know, you throw in as like the cheap uh, cheap pitchers to put in the conversation. Uh, I could see him easily getting you, uh, you know, double digits and then uh, maybe getting you at least like 15 fantasy points. And at 6.4K, if you're getting me 15 fantasy points on DraftKings, uh, I think I'd sign up for that tomorrow because uh, it's just there's just guys I don't love down here that we have to deal with. So um, yeah, that's kind of it for uh, it for this game. I think it's uh, kind of simple, right? Let's uh, let's load up on the pitchers in these games, and uh, I'm not fading Corey Kluber. Like, don't fade him in your cash games, please, please, please. Do not do that. He is the best option on the slate. Moving on, we have Urban Santana uh, against Matt Boyd. Uh, the Twins, it's a 10-run total, 5.1 uh, for the Twins, and then on the Tiger side, it's 4.9. So this is a game we definitely are going to want to uh, you know, look at the bats here. There are bats that are obvious that we're going to have to love. Uh, let's talk about the, the Twins side of the ball first. Obviously, like Brian Dozier and Miguel Sano, two righties against a lefty like Matt Boyd. I want to load up on them. I think they're two. Those two are like some of my favorite plays, honestly, I think on this slate just in general. I mean, like doing that mini stack, like if I had to pick like a mini stack that I love, like that's it right there. I love that mini stack of Dozier and Sano. I do that a lot and I think it's a great spot for them against Matt Boyd tomorrow. Uh, we should definitely, definitely have a ton of interest in that on this slate. Uh, just to give you some numbers on Matt Boyd. Uh, Sierra against lefties, 4.59. Righties, 4.29. Uh, has an ISO against righties of uh, 0.182. Uh, Woba, 3.369. And, uh, you know, K percentage is low, right? 6.9% against righties, like, uh, and against lefties, 17.2. Seven, uh, I, I just think Boyd, man, he is just uh, in a spot where he could definitely struggle against here against the righties. So I would mainly want to target the righties here. Uh, I could see getting a guy like Chris Jimenez as like a cheap catcher option. I could see him being interesting if he's batting higher up in the in the lineup. Um, a guy like Robbie Grossman uh, would not would not mind him if you had to throw him in there. Uh, th there's just some guys that I think uh, you know we can like include with the Dozier and Sano if you want to stack it up all the way. But for me, I think I'm just going to do the Dozier and Sano and then see what else I can do. And if it naturally fits to throw in another twin, maybe I will in some tournaments. But uh, I do love the Dozier Sano combo, uh, and even in, even in cash games too, big fan of that. But yeah, uh, next we have Irvin Santana. Irvin Santana is a guy that man, I uh, I, I I never play. Uh, I he's 
got like what five complete games this year it's like kind of crazy he's a guy that uh ugh, he's just someone i never roster and uh he's you know kind of just been due for this negative regression to blow up and whatnot his K percentage against righties is 21.5%. Walk percentage is 10.2. That's very, very key to see there. When you have like a double-digit walk percentage, uh, that kind of sends off some alarm bells for me in my head. It's like, uh, you know, with a with them having a uh, 2 202 ISO, uh, you know, against righties, I, this is just a spot where I could see, you know, if Irvin St. Hino walks a couple guys and then, you know, lets up a home run to Miguel Cabrera, Castellanos Upton, any of these guys, uh, Cabrera, uh, I mean, it could easily be a three-run home run waiting to happen. I just uh, think there's some there's uh you know there's some issues with Santana here, and we could we should be targeting uh, some of these Detroit bats. Obviously, the guys at the top, right? Like uh, Ian Kinsler, you can have interest in. He's a guy I don't normally love the roster because I feel like the upside is not as uh, high. But he's a guy that uh, he has has a 10.1 uh, walk percentage. He's a guy that uh, you know he can walk really well, get on base, and uh, you know. Putting him in your stacks is definitely always a good idea. Mike Matook, if he's batting second, don't love him, but, well, but he's a cheap value. Maybe you throw him in there. And then my boy Justin Upton, always like playing him. And, you know, Miguel Cabrera, Castellanos. And I'd stay away from Victor Martinez. He's a guy, man. He has just been awful this year. So uh, I think those are like the five I would really look at. And you could throw in James McCann if you need a cheap value catcher where he's cheap. Sure, but uh, I'm not a big fan of these other guys towards the bottom of the lineup. But I think the Tigers are an interesting stack. Like if I'm if I'm not gonna play a ton of Tigers, I think as one offs, but I think as a stack I kinda like it just because like you said like I said, control issues with Santana at times and he can uh, you know, he can really when he lets it up, he can let it up. And if he if he does let up a bunch of uh, home runs early, like we get that Twins bullpen then, right? So that's there's value there with the Twins bullpen. It's one of the worst bullpens in the league. So there's uh there's tons of value I think with stacking up the Tigers here. You know, high run total. Vegas agrees that they're you know they have some interest in the Tigers here too. So uh, I'm a big fan of them tomorrow. I think they're a team that you want to uh, you definitely want to get a look at. But let's move on to the next game. Uh, we'll talk about my uh, dreadful New York Mets. Oh, man, they traded another guy. Uh, they, ugh, they are just awful right now. Uh, they are just absolutely tanking. And uh, too bad we can't target them uh, with because uh, Zach Eflin is on the mound for the Philadelphia Phillies. It is a 10-run total. Chris Flexen against Zach Eflin. Oh, man, this is a, this is a game that uh, you got to like the hitters here, right? On uh, the Mets side of the ball, uh, of course, you got to like uh, Curtis Granderson, uh, Cespedes, Conforto, and um, uh, Astrobel Carrera probably won't be in the lineup. If you can get Dom Smith for cheap, he's uh, you know a lefty against uh, you know righty. Could definitely have a uh, definitely has some upside. He's one of their prospects, and uh, I think he could be an interesting guy to throw in there as like a cheap guy. Take advantage of that cheap price tag, obviously. But uh, yeah, Eflin is a guy. I definitely, am not looking to. Uh, not looking to roster at all. Uh, Sierra against righties, 4.87, 4.57 against lefties. Uh, K percentage for Eflin, oh man, it is horrible. Uh, 13.2 K percentage against lefties and 9.6 against righties. Uh, he is just not good. Woba above 3.50 against righties and lefties. Just a spot where uh, some of these Mets bats are interesting, and it's also a small ballpark. I wouldn't sleep on some of these Mets bats. Again, yes, it's a watered-down lineup now, um, I think the most viable plays here would be like the one through four. Another guy, you could, like I said, Dom Smith, obviously, but you could even have interest, I think, in Wilmer Flores. I get he mashes lefties and whatnot, uh, but we could get him in the Phillies bullpen against the lefty, and if that's the case, that could be really nice for Flores. And on top of that, Eflin doesn't get many swing and misses, so uh, Flores is a guy that's shown a lot of pop this year, so I could see that being interesting. But the main bats I would want here is like, I'd want Conforto, Cespedes, and Granderson. Uh, and you, if you guys know, you listen to me on, uh, you know, 
on the uh, on podcasts and throughout Rotogrinders. I kind of like doing the uh, full outfield stack sometimes because it just makes your team different than others when you're hand doing your own teams, you know, not not scripting and whatnot. So uh, yeah, I think it's an interesting route to go if you want to stack up Conforto, Cespedes, and Granderson all in the outfield, and then uh, you know filling your infield with other bats or throwing one another met or two. Sure, go right ahead. I think it's an interesting way to go. But let's talk about the Philly side of the ball. So they get Chris Flexen. Uh, Chris Flexen was one of these guys. He came up and he got the Padres' first start. He was kind of a, you know, kind of chalky that day. He's been kind of a, uh, you know, obviously with the name Flexen, kind of a name that people, uh, you know, gravitate to and say, oh, that's a fun name. Obviously, a kind of a interesting option. And he's got, he had really good numbers uh, in the minors, but he was in Double uh, A, uh, you know, two leagues down or whatnot. And he, you know, got a big call up. He's only $5,300, and you know, we obviously like streaming against the Phillies. Like It's something that we've uh, definitely been considering, but uh, the Sierra is gross so far. Uh, in 37 plate appearance against righties, a 4.95, and against lefties, 7.83. K percentage against righties, 18.9. Against lefties, 4.8. The walks, too, are horrible. 10.8 against righties, 19.0 against uh, lefties. I mean, it's just been ugly. I, the Woba is extremely high. Again, I don't think these numbers will obviously stay the same, right? Like, he's not going to be this bad of a pitcher so i can see some regression uh you know coming for him especially against a team like the phillies right and it's only been three starts uh if you need a cheap guy for 5300 hey it's the phillies i don't hate it and the phillies can put out really bad lineups at times uh they started calling up some of these guys though so i don't know like with the adding this new guy hoskins who's a nice uh young power hitter and a guy like williams and you know just putting them in there has really made the lineup look a lot more appealing I don't know. I think I'm going to stay away from Flexen, but uh, I could see people making the argument for it tomorrow. I just think it's going to be somewhere I stay away. Obviously, with a high run total, too, Vegas just doesn't think this is a good spot for him. But uh, we always have to mention it because people like streaming against the Phillies. And uh, I think we're going to, I don't know, it sounds like uh, coming going forward, maybe streaming against the Phillies won't be uh, won't be the, the right idea just because they're calling up all these young guys. And, uh, you know, we'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see how these guys really are and uh, kind of uh, evaluate that from there going forward but yeah uh, let's move on to uh, the next game we have the Kansas City Royals at the Chicago White Sox this is a game where you know you definitely have to love the Royals side of the ball they they just went up against a gas can like James Shields and they didn't come through completely for us only five runs on the day but now they get Derek Holland uh, another guy that you can attack I definitely want to attack with these righties here uh, Holland is uh, one of honestly he's one of the uh, you know one of the worst pitchers in baseball right now he's uh, maybe not the worst but he's a gas can right he's in that club of uh, terrible pitchers right now uh, his K percentage against uh, righties is 18.7 percent against lefties 13.5 uh, you know oh sorry that was Vargas is my bad uh, still not that great though 17.1 against uh, against righties. 15.9 against lefties and the Sierra is uh, pretty high, right? It's uh, you know right near five. Uh, you know Holland has been really bad this year. Definitely been struggling, uh, giving up against righties. He's giving up a woba of 400 and 260 ISO. I mean, this is definitely a spot where we want to look at a lot of these righties. Obviously, like you know one of the left lefties I would play is Mike Mustakis on the Kansas City side of the ball, just because he's you know such a he's their best power hitter on the team i get it's lefty lefty and maybe people won't play him and uh, mike moustakis the way he's just been playing lately he can hit anyone but some of these righties are interesting right throwing in a milky cabrera he'll probably be back and clean up switch hitter wouldn't mind playing him a lorenzo kane a whit merrifield batting first i mean we should definitely have some interest in this here against lefties so these righties are guys you definitely want to consider here like i think that i really think that the uh, kinsey royals are an interesting option uh, high run total vegas agrees uh but yeah i 
got to have some exposure to them, I think, in your cash games and in tournaments, too. Uh, if you can get them in your cash, sure. I don't think you have to have exposure to them, but if you get if you can get them in, you know, it's a good idea against Derek Holland. But let's move on to uh, Vargas right now. So Vargas, uh, man, again, it's a pitching slate that we don't love. Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to end up playing Vargas. I don't love that price tag of 7,800. It kind of feels like one of those slates where I'd rather just go, you know, cheaper. Like uh, the mid-range is just a spot I don't really want to hang out in. I'd rather try and go in the cheaper range and fit in some bats. Uh, I get, you know, streaming against the White Sox, right? It's something that we uh, obviously would like to do. Uh, here's the thing, though, against the the one the one thing I think that helps Vargas, right? I know the K percentage against lefties uh, is 13.5%, uh, and the uh, K percentage against uh, righties is 18.7%, but, uh, you know, uh, the White Sox are striking out a ton right now against lefties, 25%, uh, but it's a very small sample size. That's kind of the problem, right? We have all these some of these newer hitters up, some of these guys that have not seen a lot of action, uh, like Smith, Moncada, Delmonico, uh, angle like just small sample sizes against lefties so uh, I don't know if that that 25k percentage is uh, as real as it says but uh, I think you know it's definitely worth noting right so uh, I think we should definitely be considering that here uh, but yeah uh, Sierra against uh, righties is 3.90 against lefties 4.7 uh, so Vargas is a guy that if you want to play, you can do it. He's just a guy I don't think I'll end up going to. I, I get the argument for playing him, but I wouldn't do it. White Sox had a 4.67 run total. And uh, if I had to play any White Sox, uh, I'm going to play Jose Abreu. He's definitely a guy that... Uh, He's kind of a kind of a streaky hitter in his career too. He's one of those guys that has been kind of streaky. And hey, he hit two home runs yesterday. Uh, I'd definitely be worried about uh, Jose Abreu. He can definitely uh, smash left-handed pitching. So. If I had to play one White Sox and you're forcing me to do it, it's it's Jose Abreu, but I'm sure most people are thinking that same thing. But uh, don't hate him as a one-off, right? Cheap one-off, 3.4K. If he fits that spot on DraftKings' last spot, wouldn't hate that. But let's move on to the next game. We have Salvatore Romano against Matt Garza. 10, uh, 10 implied total uh, in Milwaukee. 4.6 run total for the Reds and 5.39 for the Brewers. Uh, Brewers have been crushing the ball. Uh, they they weren't at the start of the week, right? But the past two games they have. It just seems like whenever Milwaukee and Cincinnati get together, man, it just becomes a hit fest. It just really seems like that's the case always. But uh, I, I definitely think we need to have interest in these Milwaukee bats. Uh, be on the lookout for the lineup, right? We don't know what the lineup will definitely always be. They kind of shuffle it around. They just traded for Neil Walker. Uh, Travis Shaw, I believe, got hurt too. I saw something on that. Uh, let me pull it up now just to make sure. Yeah, he's wearing a walking boot. So, uh, yeah, he's questionable. I, I doubt he plays tomorrow. So, uh, but yeah, Jonathan VR, if he's batting first, uh, you know, he's going to be a cash game guy. I think that you consider, especially on Fandle, where he's cheap. Same with Eric Thames. He's over there cheap on Fandle. I think he's another guy you'll, you'll definitely be considering against Romano. Uh, Romano's numbers against righties 13.6K percentage uh, with a 10.2 walk percentage. And Against lefties, 23.2K percentage and 145 walk percentage. Definitely struggling. Uh, Sierra against righties, 5.33. And against lefties, 3.95. So uh, Romano is a guy that we definitely want to attack here with Brewers bats. Uh, you know, Ryan Braun, a guy who's been uh, hitting the ball really well this week. Uh, and he's a, you know, obviously a great hitter and I always like to make sure he's in my Brewers stack so I'd make sure he is in there and uh, like those three guys are like the main Brewers that I absolutely love and then from there I'm going to wait and see what the lineup says and kind of make my decision based on that for my stacks and uh, in my cash games obviously if there's uh, some value that gets uh, you know decides to hit towards the top I'd obviously want to look at that right like a Mandy Pena batting cleanup uh, we never get catchers really batting cleanup and when we do it's something to take advantage of so Pena's batting cleanup uh, would not hate that on this slate but Let's move on and talk about Matt Garza, another pitcher that we don't like. He is, uh, you know, 
Not one of the best pitchers uh, against lefties, 5.26 Sierra. Against righties, though, 3.70. Uh, K percentage at 20.5%. Uh, He's kind of got some, like, reverse splits here this year. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't... Uh, would not hate, uh, would not hate, uh, you know, would not hate uh, looking at Matt Garza here. Uh, he's not a guy that I, uh, you know, hate hate looking at here. Um, or sorry, my bad, I'm blanking. Uh, it's way too early right now. Um, no, so Matt Garza is a guy I would definitely look to attack. Oh man, I'm blanking out right now, guys. Very late when I'm doing this podcast right now, but. Uh, guys I would look at, right? I would look at uh, Billy Hamilton. Uh, Billy Hamilton is a guy, obviously, I like putting him in, in my stacks. Uh, you know, there's always stolen base upside there. Uh, he's a guy that just, uh, you know, he's always matchup proof at stolen bases, so I always like to throw him in there in my stacks. Uh, Zach Kozar, obviously, like having him more so against a lefty, but I want him in there. But Vado's the guy you want, right? He's like the best bat in this lineup here. Uh, you obviously want him in there. Uh, but be on the lookout for the lineup. Obviously, there you could have some value here with Winker. Uh, Winker's a guy that was playing early, playing good early on. But I'm not a huge fan of him uh, long term. But you know, maybe he's a value play that helps uh, helps round out your 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 cash game for really cheap. Could be the case. Uh, but yeah, let's move on to the next game. Uh, again, like the red side of the ball, I like it, but uh, not in love with it. If I did a game stack, I'm probably going to stack up like five Brewers and then three Reds. That's kind of the route I would, I think I would end up taking. And if I'm on DraftKings, uh, I'd put Votto at first and then I'd throw Thames in the outfield just to, uh, you know, just to make sure I can get both those uh, stud bats in there. But yeah, this is a game that... Uh, I think is always good to game stack just because I mean like it just seems like they always go you know it always goes insane and the reasons why it always goes insane is both teams don't have that great of pitchers and they're both pitchers ballparks it's kind of like the simple reason it's not just oh when they get together they just happen to go off like there's there's good reasons behind it uh, obviously and they're both teams that ha- uh, you know have displayed tons of power in their lineup so let's move on we have two games left uh we have next game Atlanta Braves at the St. Louis Cardinals we have R.A. Dickey against Michael Waka. Uh, the uh, Braves have a 3.51 run total and the uh, Cardinals have a 4.99. Cardinals have been like, you know, kind of the hot team this week, the sexy team. They've really been crushing the ball most of the week. Uh, we have, you know, Yadier Merlina. He's been crushing the ball. Uh, but here we go. We have Ari Dickey. So let's see if we have much BVP for him because I know, uh, you know, not not everyone's a BVP truther, but, uh, you know, against Ari Dickey, it kind of seems like that's when everyone joins together and says, hey, let's see the BVP. So let's pull it up now and see what we have. That's interesting. So, you know, not huge samples, uh, so obviously we need to note that. But Randall Gritchick, who's a guy that, uh, you know, he's definitely been, uh, you know, hitting righties a lot better throughout his career. But two for three with two doubles, so, you know, definitely showing some pop against him. Uh, we have Dexter Fowler, four for ten. That's one of our best, uh, I'd say, BVPs if you had to pick out there. Uh, you know, just one double, but, uh, you know, obviously the, the largest sample and, uh, you know, batting 400 against him, so... Uh, Yadier Merlina, two for nine. Uh, Tommy Pham, two for three. You know, nothing crazy here. Matt Carpenter, one for five with a home run. Uh, nothing crazy here, but, uh, you know, with a five-run total, in the way the Cardinals have been hitting this week, we definitely want to have interest in them. It should be hot there in Arizona. It looks like it's going to be 81 degrees. So, obviously, these guys are in play. You know, Carpenter, Pham, DeJong, Fowler, Molina. That one through five is a great uh, great way to go, and I, I don't mind getting, like, Richard towards the bottom of the order, maybe, like, doing, like, a wraparound with that. Uh, then we have Michael Waka. Uh, Michael Waka for 9.3K on DraftKings. I am going to pass on that. I'm sorry. And against a team like the uh, Braves, who just don't strike out, just does not make any sense to me to do that. Uh, I just think it's a spot where we need to pass. I get it though, right? The the numbers, the K percentage has been there. Uh, 
against righties, uh, he's got a 26.1 K percentage against lefties, 21.0. Uh, you know, obviously the walks are a lot higher. They're double against lefties, 10.5 against righties. It's 5.4. And the Sierra has been great. 3.05 against righties, 4.14 against lefties. Uh, you know, Lance Lynn, or not Lance Lynn, Michael Walker has been good. Uh, but it's just a Braves team that doesn't strike out a ton normally, and I just don't want to pay 9.3K for Michael Waka. It just kind of seems like it's the price is getting a little too high for me. Uh, I, and, I mean, if I put Waka in there and then I put Kluber, uh, then I have three, only 3,400 to work with uh, in you know for the rest of my positions. Maybe that's something you could do in cash games. Uh, I don't know, though. For me, I don't think it's something I would do. Uh, I think I'm going to end up passing on the Michael Waka train just because it's a little too high. If the price was cheaper, maybe. If it has some interest, and I also I'm someone that just does not like targeting Atlanta. Uh, you know, it just it hasn't been a winning proposition uh, whenever I've done it, and uh, I've, I haven't done it in a while uh, for good reason. So we will move on to the last game on the slate, and uh, it's definitely an interesting one. We have the uh, Houston Astros against the Texas Rangers, and uh, it's the highest run total on the slate. It's at 11. We have Dallas Keuchel against Andrew Kashner. Uh, it's pretty funny though. The Astros six uh, implied run total on their side is six, and the Rangers is at five against a guy like Dallas Keuchel. Something you would not think that you would see uh, in 2017, but yes, that is the case. Uh, but yeah, we have Andrew Kashner against the Astros. Uh, I'm just gonna make it plain and simple. Obviously, you know this. It's the Houston Stackstros. You can stack them up. It's against a guy like Kashner. Uh, Kashner's not good. It, you know. All these guys are going to be in play. Just be on the lookout to see what their lineup is. Just to tell you how bad Kashner is, I'll just read you off the numbers. Sierra against righties, 5.38. Against lefties, 5.47. I mean, it's just absolutely terrible. Uh, It's funny. The ISO, though, is really low at, uh, you know, 100 and 119 uh, against lefties. You got the K percentage of uh, 11.8 and 12.8 against lefties. I mean, he's not really gotten, like, it's crazy. He's just been like a magician this year. No no idea how he's been pulling it off, but, uh, dude, it's the Houston Astros, man. We don't know how they've been pulling off what they've been doing, so it's a kind of a uh, it's kind of a war of wizards here, if you want to say. Uh, so, uh, you know, the Astros have been doing the unthinkable, and Cash has been doing the unthinkable, so, uh, Man, I'm siding with the Astros, though, obviously. The Astros are in a great spot. Uh, if you can stack them up, go right ahead and do that. And if you can somehow stack them with Kluber, please do it. Uh, I just think it's going to be really difficult because, uh, you know, they're all very priced up throughout the uh, industry. I'll read you some of their price tags now. Uh, you know, Springer, 5.3. Altuve, 5.7. Then you got Redick at 4.4. Guriel at 4.7. Gonzalez at 5 uh, 5K. Beltron at 3.8. Bregman at 4.8. McCann at 3.5. Then Fisher at 4.3. Uh you might be able to get away with doing like Redick, uh, Guriel, Beltron, and McCann, and then like filling in just Altuve or something, and then putting in Kluber, and then punting your pitcher and throwing in some cheap bats. Might be able to get away with that on DraftKings. Don't know, but uh, yeah, obviously you want to like the Astros here. They're one of the best teams to you know look at. Uh, the curious one that I have is Dallas Keuchel, right? Uh, if you told me Dallas Keuchel was against Texas, I wouldn't expect it to be. Uh, you know, to be this uh, this extreme of a run total. Again, it's in Texas, right? 90 degrees, so it's great hitting environment. So I get it, right? And Dallas Keuchel, he has definitely uh, definitely struggled since coming back from the DL. So it's uh, obvious, obviously the reason why is just like he has not looked right. So Vegas still does not agree, you know, uh, that he actually looks decent. So I'll just read his game logs from the, from the last three games. Uh, he had Detroit, 1.4. Tampa Bay, 3.9. Uh, and then he had, uh, you know, Chicago White Sox, which, man, the Chicago White Sox, you cannot let, you cannot get a negative 10.8 against the Chicago White Sox. So uh, 
I wouldn't sleep on the. Uh, I wouldn't sleep on going with uh, some of these. Uh, some of these Rangers bats, right? Like looking at the righties and Adrian Beltre. Uh, if you get the line of the shields, the value play batting first. I mean, that's interesting. Elvis Andrews, uh, party in Napoli's. Uh, Mike Napoli could see him being interesting. Like Carlos Gomez and a guy like Torino's uh, catcher, who's uh, always cheap double home run upside. So, uh, you know, don't don't sleep on some of these Rangers bats, obviously. Uh, and it's something that I think people could do. They could see the name Dallas Keuchel and just be like, oh, I don't want to target him. And then, uh, you know, we get them just under owned. Uh, so, uh, curious, let's look at the prices, uh, on DraftKings. I'll read them out to you just to see that this might be a nice stack to pair off with Kluber. Uh, Delano the Shields, 3.7 K Elvis Andrews, 4.8, little pricey there. Zara, 4.1 K. Uh, Adrian Beltre, 4.6, who I would definitely want to make sure I get in there. Uh, Mike Napoli, here's the key, right? Oh, man, we get Napoli for 3.2K. So that's definitely a nice value that we can throw in there against Keiko if you want for the stack. Uh, Carlos Gomez, 4K. Rugnado Dor, 3.3K. Gallo, 4.8. And then Torino's 3.6. I definitely think you can make it work, right, with the the Shields, Napoli, and Torino's. If you get them in there and then pair it with like a Beltre and then maybe one more bat. Uh, I think you'd be able to make that work with Kluber, and it just could be a contrarian way to go. And, uh, you know, if Texas blows out Houston, you're just totally leveraging, uh, you know, leveraging that off of Houston in a way. Uh, if they uh, kind of stink it up, you uh, you have the opposite side of the ball. It's just much lower ownership in the same game with a great game environment. So you're getting exposure to one of the best hitting environments on the slate uh, while everyone's on the possibly higher-owned Astros. But, again, it depends on roster construction. Uh, always look at uh, Chris Gimino's ownership projections. You know, always check that out. And, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, Get Kluber in there, obviously. Uh, you know, we wrapped up the slate. Uh, you know, get get Kluber in there, though. He's the guy that I think you want to have. Uh, I don't think you want to sleep on. I think he's a guy that's going to obviously be in tournaments. Don't get cute, right? Uh, keep it simple, stupid. The kiss saying, uh, just keep it simple. Don't uh, don't don't fade Kluber here. He's just in too good of a spot. Uh, I just think you got to have to have him uh, on this slate. But thanks for joining us, uh, guys. I uh, really liked having you. Uh, again, if you have any questions regarding the slate, give me a follow on Twitter at Travis Mangone. It's T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. And uh, thanks for bearing with me on the solo pod. Uh, and, uh, you know, good luck tomorrow. And again, let's say uh, good luck to the guys at the FanDuel Live Final. Uh, if you want to track that Live Final and, you know, see how people are doing, see how uh, some of the DFS players are doing, uh, I'm sure we got something on Roto-Grinders in the forums. I'm sure you can check out a leaderboard. It'll be around somewhere. So, uh, you know, just uh, enjoy that. And uh, good luck to everyone out there. And let's go Team Roto-Grinders. And for uh, me, Travis Mangone, I am out. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock, like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.